Together Daily Podcast, a ministry of the Kerwin Baptist Church in Kernersville, North Carolina. Our prayer is that through these daily devotions, we can believe together, even when we can't be together. Please join us for a brief devotion Monday through Friday as we strive to continue daily with one accord, as the first church did in Acts chapter 2. Now, here is our pastor, Daniel Hawtrey, with our devotion today. Welcome to Believing Together. Appreciate you so much uh, listening and joining our podcast today. Uh, my name is Frank Newsom. I'm the youth pastor at Kerwin Baptist Church, and I'd like to share a couple of verses with you out of the book of Micah today, Micah chapter number uh, 6. Now, as we know, Micah, one of the minor prophets, and I uh, want to read a couple of verses to you here. If you'd like to follow along, again, we are in Micah chapter number 6. And just before our passage begins that we're going to read, and we're going to start in verse number 6, but right before this passage begins, God has accused His people of forgetting Him, of forgetting all that He has done for them. And, and when God is done with His charges, when He's done with His accusations, Micah begins to ask some questions. He begins to answer hypothetical questions about how he and how everyone who is a child of God should respond to God's goodness. So look at verse number 6 with me. He says, Wherewith shall I come before the Lord and bow myself before the high God? Shall I come before Him with burnt offerings, with calves of a year old? In other words, Micah's asking, How should I approach God? How should I come before God? And he considered what would be an appropriate response to all that God has done, to, to all the blessings that God has given to us, how should we approach God? And his first thought was, well, maybe I should do burnt offerings. Maybe that would um, be the appropriate response to come before God and to uh, get God's attention and to get God's approval. And of course, Michael was a good Jewish boy. He knew that God commanded um, there be sacrifices and all those things. But those offerings that, that were talked about in the Old Testament, those offerings, those were an outward sign of repentance that had already happened internally. And so Micah kind of asked this question. He's like, well, if I'm going to come before God, well, should I do it with burnt offerings? Well, now look at verse number 7. He, 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 he begins to, um, I guess, build upon that, right? He says, what, verse number 7, Will the Lord be pleased with thousands of rams or with ten thousands of rivers of oil? Shall I give my firstborn for my transgression, the fruit of my body for the sin of my soul? Yeah, Micah just kind of goes over the top here. Right? He, he, he goes all, well, maybe he would like 10,000 rams, or maybe he would like so many thousands of rivers of oil. Man, if I, if I got to the point where I gave my firstborn to show God I was serious, is this what God cares about? And, and really, Micah is, is almost being sarcastic here because he knows God doesn't care about any of those ceremonial, superficial things unless you and I have the basics. And so in verse number 8, Micah gives us the basic response to the love and the mercy and the forgiveness of God. God says, you've forgotten about me. You, you have forgotten the blessings. You have forgotten the deliverances. You've forgotten all of those things. And then Micah in verses 6 and 7 almost sarcastically says, well, maybe we should come back to God this way. But really in verse number 8, Micah tells us exactly what God requires and we're kind of calling this the basics. Look at verse number 8 with me. He says, He hath showed thee, O man, what is good, and what doth the Lord require of thee, but to do justly, and to love mercy, and to walk humbly with thy God. Now, first of all, I want you to see that very first phrase. He says, He hath showed thee, O man. 
That phrase, oh man, this, this is about you. This is not about a priest. This is not about a church. This is not about a pastor. This is not about your parents or your grandparents or your husband or your wife. This isn't about anybody else. This isn't about a king or a government. This is about you as an individual. He hath showed thee, oh man, this personalizes it for you. Right? Nobody else can do this for you except for you. And 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 Micah here says um, that God he's not anti-sacrifice, right? God came up with the system on his own. But what is it that God really truly wants from you? What does he require of you? And then he lists these three basic things. And and number one, he says, this is what God requires to do justly. All right, this is this is treating people the right way. This is doing what you say you were going to do. This is doing the right thing even when no one else can see it, even if you're doing the right thing all by yourself. This is playing by the rules. This is not doing to somebody else what you wouldn't want him or her to do to you. This is just doing things the right way, right? to do justly. Now he says, number two, love mercy. And and I'm going to be honest with you, this might be the hardest part for me. And it's funny here that he says, do justly, love mercy. You know, justice and mercy, they contradict each other. Justice justice and mercy are two totally different things. Justice is making sure that things are fair. Mercy is not getting what you deserve. Right? When you go into a courtroom, you can't have justice and mercy in the same thing. Right? There's either going to be justice served or there's going to be mercy shown. But mercy is, is when someone gets let off the hook, when they get away with acting unjustly. And we are supposed to love it. That's, that's what he says here, love mercy. We are supposed to love it when someone isn't punished for his or her injustice. So, so as children of God, here's what this is saying. As far as our personal lives go, we ought to hold ourselves to the standard of to do justly. But we also ought to love mercy in other people. We hold ourselves to a higher standard than other people do. And that's tough, especially since we typically reverse that. We hold others to a higher standard than we hold ourselves. And we want to be shown mercy for every little hiccup, every little fumble, every every little lie, every little mistake that we tell. We want to be shown mercy, but yet we want to be we want to we want to uh, almost kind of treat people the opposite way. Right? We want other people to pay for what they've done. We don't necessarily want to show other people uh, mercy. And uh, so number three, he says, to do justly, to love mercy. And then number three is to walk humbly. Right? This, this requires you to walk in harmony with God. This is a call to fall in love with God. It's, it's a reference to relationship. Amos chapter 3, verse 3 says, can two walk together except they be agreed? And, and there's, a, there's, there's kind of a progression um, in these requirements. Right, a progression from what is external to what is internal, and from it's a progression from human relations to divine relations. Right, to do justly, to hold ourselves to a higher standard, to love mercy, to love people, and then walk humbly with your God. You know, doing justice toward other people demands loving mercy. This is the progression. Right? Doing justice toward other people it demands loving mercy, which necessitates walking humbly in fellowship with God. And so, you know, if we could, if we could take a a, a little bit of a um, second to do some inventory and say, listen, how are we doing on the basics 
today? How, how are we doing on these things that God requires? And as, a, as an individual, but also as a church, you know, we've got a, we've got a good-sized church at Kerwin. We've got a lot of wonderful ministries. We've got a church that loves to learn and loves to worship. It's a church full of good, faithful people. And, man, they have high standards and high rules. And listen, all those things are good. All those things are wonderful. But are we remembering what God requires? Right? Are we treating people the right way? Are we doing what we say we're going to do when we say we're going to do it? Are, are we the type of people who love mercy? Are we excited for other people when they are given a second, third, tenth chance? Are we giving people the kinds of breaks that we want to get in our lives? Do we acknowledge what God has done and is doing in our lives? Are we walking humbly with God? These are three basic responses to God's love and to His salvation. Listen, sacrifices are great. These big grand gestures of over-the-top worship for God, they're great. But God requires three things, he says, to do justly, to love mercy, and to walk humbly. These are the basics. And so how are we doing on those things? Appreciate you joining us today for Believing Together. Again, my name is Frank Newsom. I uh, appreciate you listening. As always, if you don't have a church home, we'd love to invite you to Kerwin. We'd love to meet you. We think you'd love it uh, here. Uh, But thank you so much for listening to our podcast today, and God bless. We are thankful that you joined us for this podcast today. We encourage you to subscribe to the Believing Together daily podcast. And please feel free to contact us through our church website, kerwinbaptistchurch.com, if we could be of further assistance. May God richly bless you today.